another episode of I'm the Worst, where good people confess to bad things. And I have an absolute darling for you. I caught up with Larry Emder, host of The Morning Show and The Chase Australia, in boardroom number five at the Channel 7 Studios in Sydney. The lands of the Gadigal people. If you're listening in Australia, I acknowledge the traditional owners of the lands you're joining from and pay my respects to their elders and their culture. Look, I did very little research as Larry harps on about a fair bit, but I did promise to record without any mistakes. Oh, you can bank on mistakes from me. Really? Bank, yeah, of course, of course, <laughs> of course. Really? Do you? How often do you think things go wrong in the in the course of a morning show morning? Well, the 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 problem with things going wrong on the morning show yep. is that they're the best bits, so oh. we encourage that. We, we like that stuff. So it's almost like a better definition of things going wrong is a morning where nothing goes wrong. Yes. You're so philosophical. Oh. Like, yes, yes, yes. No, that's right. Like what, what we love about live TV is what you love about live TV or live radio is that it can just go off the tracks, right? And yes. that's the best bit. So for me as a dumbo kicked out of school who struggles to read, the auto cue stuff and the reading the script stuff is the bit that doesn't suit me, doesn't sit well with me. The bit that I love is when we, we're off tracks and off auto cue and just rolling. That's the best bit. I didn't know you were kicked out of kicked. school. Kicked. 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 How did I? Okay. Well, I mean, uh, as you can imagine, I did only cursory research. It's, I'm not going to. I'm not going to deep how, how dive did, on you, well, Larry. We're friends. But how? Like how deep? It sounds like you only went pretty shallow. If you yeah, know really that. Like, shallow. I knew you. I knew you finished school at fifteen. Right. I didn't realize. What were you kicked out for? Kick, because I never went. So we lived okay. at Bondi Beach, and I'd go hard for. Hard to go a, to school when you live uh, at Bondi Beach. Hard to go to school. So I'd surf before school every day, and then I'd surf after school every day. And sometimes when the surf was good, I would surf during school mm-hmm. many times, like a lot, a lot. And I was stupid. So school didn't get. Uh, school and I didn't really have a good connection. Yeah. So, uh, the principal called my parents in and said, "Look, this is where he, he's wasting our time. We're wasting his time. It's not for him." There were different times then, though. Like you could leaving school to do an apprenticeship at sixteen was kind of normal. Like all my friends had gone, and they were carpenters and bricklayers and all that. So it wasn't as big a deal as it might be now. Yeah, it is. It is different now. Yeah. Do you? So if you didn't finish school. And you can't read an auto cue. How is it you ended up working in TV? Yeah, I don't. This is a very good question. Is this one of the questions in the podcast? This is my, well. This I is don't where know. We're gonna start. How uh, are you working? No, I don't know. You I wrote, are really good at it. Well, thank you, thank you. I wrote a book last year, and part of the thinking around that was to try and find out why, you know, how on earth this has happened because it's kind of cr- crazy. It's silly, right? I have yeah. no. Um, I, I I shouldn't be here doing this. I should have been a Garbo or a, um, some, a night stacker at Coles or something. So it's worked out really well. How am I here? I don't know. I don't know. I tried to work it out. I, I wonder if that's part of the charm. As in, you know, you don't seem like despite this having been your entire career, you don't seem like a career TV guy. Like every single day you turn up to work like, Look where I am. Yeah, look, look at, <laughs> what are we doing? What am I going to screw up today? Oh. And that's the beauty of it. But uh, I don't know how de- – clearly you didn't research me at all. But the career has really been a bunch of 
bloopers and blunders, really. Like there's been more bad shows than good shows. And it's just been one screw up to the next. But So it is actually a weird concept to think that 40 plus years later that I'm still here because I should have crashed and burned years ago. People kept opening the door back up for you. I know, even after like Celebrity Dog School and Cash, <laughs> Cash Bonanza. There are shows you've got to look at and go, that guy's a dickhead. No, come on. What? Anything with dogs should go well. It should. It's got, it's got Larry attached and it's got dogs. <laughs> yeah. That should and it was be a, a dog of a show. Um, that is a yeah, shame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe it, probably the dog's fault though. But, yeah, I reckon. I'm blaming Wrong dogs. I'm blaming the dogs. I'm blaming the dogs. <laughs> Stupid dogs. Terrible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't know the answer to your question. I hope that doesn't bring the podcast to an early finish, but I don't know. We're finished. We're done. <laughs> it was just a one question. What are you still question. doing on TV? And i got no idea. You put a full stop on yeah. it. We're done. No, <laughs> <Sorry>. no, no. <laughs> no, not at all. What I mean, what I want to talk to you about is there are so many people on TV with terrible reputations. or I mean, I've seen you joking about being a diva. The reality is there's nothing but reports of how lovely you are to deal with do you, do you think there's anyone you've rubbed up the wrong way in your oh, I'm long sure, career I, I don't think so I mean I, I've tried I so I've tried not to I don't have that in me I don't have I'm not that that guy I mean even away from here I'm not talking about just being a diva but I, I can't I hate conflict oh, really? I hate confrontation I'll run away from it so I've never um I don't, I don't think I'm that guy I know you know some people chase that and enjoy that I'm not but you also so you try not to but also you don't have it in you. Re- really, you don't have it in you. Do you have, there ever, have you ever felt the temptation to be a diva? Um, no, not really. Like, no, I don't, I don't think so. Not that I'm aware of. I mean, people might report No, that's that right. People are listening going, he has no <laughs> idea. <laughs> but I mean, I don't think so. Like my, no. my wife cuts my hair at home with a no. $29 shaver from Kmart and I, I've, I've got three jackets and two shirts I've been wearing the same jeans for a couple of years like it's not I think in this in this climate I don't think I don't think I'm a diva but I'm five minutes in makeup I'm not you know like I don't know I, I, I'm mindful of it I know people who are I know I've worked with people who are and I've always been mindful to try and not be like that but but those people who are they also keep getting invited back in well some of them don't some of them don't, yeah. No. I mean, plenty of people with reputations in this business go, they're done. You know, that, that's, that's a full stop yeah, on that you, career. You go I mean, one extreme. step too far. That's extreme, right? But I've always tried, I mean, I've tried to be a reasonable human being, I think. Do you, do you think you were brought up that way? Yeah, yeah. I was brought up, in a, uh, thankfully, and I'm very grateful for this. I was brought up in a very happy household. Um, and I know that's not everyone's story. I know that. But I was lucky enough to have a very close, loving family, very relaxed lifestyle at Bondi Beach. Yeah. You know, it was kind of cruisy, right? So I, 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 that gives me great comfort and I think that played a lot into who I am today. I've got two sisters. We're all very close, still very close to mum. I talk to mum every other day. So I, I feel like that's played a big part in what I am. I really love that. Your sisters are both really lovely people too. Yeah, yeah, very special, very Aww. special. And play, have played a big role in... Now, I'm in the middle, right? So Martine, the younger sister, is the uh, creative one. She's quite a famous artist and br- brilliant artist, actually. And oh, then, yes. I've, I've seen her work on your Insta. Right, right, yeah. right, right. And then Nikki, uh, my eldest sister, uh, is a psychologist. So very handy for someone who works in TV to have a sister like that. <laughs> um, and we were just all very close. And we, we had a, a beautiful childhood. And um, luckily, you know, luckily. So uh, and I, I think that's 
very much part of who I am. Cru- you know, just kind of cruisy and casual and a bit laid back. Were you – I mean, in your – do you think your parenting, you were attempting to kind of get it right the same way? Was it a really – Yes. Yeah, I tried. You know, that was that, – that's how I came to parenting. Sylvie, my wife, um, had a very different upbringing. Uh, in sort of Poland, you know, out of the communist years and uh, her family, you know, very much came through the, the communism in Poland and it was, uh, growing up there was very different and her mum ended up being a single mum working three jobs to try and get, you know, feed Sylvie and get her to school and stuff. So it's very, very different upbringing. So, uh, of course, inherent, inherently, we both came to parenting with very different styles. But it worked out okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it has worked out okay. So Sylvie would say I'm the Sylvie would say I'm the softy, right? So yeah, and I think this happens in a lot of families. Tia, our daughter, would go to Sylvie, and Sylvie would say no, and then Tia would come to me and go, Dad, and I'll go, Yes, darling, whatever you want. You've got to be on the same page, Larry. I know, I know. I learned that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't on. you can't leave Sylvie out to that's drive true, like that's, that. That's true. Yeah, that's true. That was me being a you know a wimpy a wimpy dad. So uh, we got around that, and the kids are great. They are great kids, aren't they? I think so. Gosh, that must be so interesting being with someone who's had such a different child. My husband, uh, sorry, my brother's wife grew up in Germany, right. like behind the wall. Yeah. So, yeah, their childhood, you know, when he's like, you remember that thing on Hey Hey It's Saturday? And she'll be like, do you remember that thing where you built your own staircase? Yeah, you know, like yeah, it's yeah just that's right. Where you climbed up on bricks. To, yeah, yeah. I, I get it. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Um, but we found the, we found the middle ground and... Uh, and I think the kids benefited from both of those because it was yeah. just me. Uh, we would have been eating pizza every night, and that'd be <laughs> yeah, I'd be a bit with crap dad. Yeah, less boundaries. No boundaries. Kids love a boundary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That comes. That's part of that no confrontation thing. It, it probably hasn't served me well all my life. There's yeah. probably some downsides to that too. Oh, that's int- no. It served you well, I think. Okay, so I think this. I think Larry makes a lot of sense now, just thinking about, well, you just had an idyllic beachside childhood. Happy sisters, happy parents. Sad, isn't it? Because I know people are listening and they go, and I get this all the time, and I got it after the book where I wrote, you know, I had this happy childhood. And I'll get a ton of sort of DMs going, uh, you, you know, you're so effing lucky and my childhood was this, my dad was this and my mum was that. You know, like, I, so I, I'm really aware uh, that I was incredibly lucky, you know, like that it, growing up in that environment. Do you ever wish that you were edgier? Oh, sure. You do? Oh, I wish I had another gear. I wish I, I, I wish, but I don't. I, I, no, I you don't. don't. <laughs> I don't. I can't. I've got. I've this always wished I were edgier too. Yeah. I'm, I move in comedy circles. People, people have interesting drinking problems and yeah, sure, sure, sure. Childhoods in <laughs> yeah. misery, and I'm like, oh, I've got no good gear. <laughs> I would love to. Um, I, I rarely speak my mind, rarely, because I don't want to. Ups- I understand my role uh, in in this world, you know, as uh, on TV. It, on the shows that I'm on is not to upset people or divide people or necessarily to have an opinion. And I'm very happy with that. You know, Kylie, my co-host here, will tell you that I've spent 16 years on this show sitting on the fence, but it's a comfortable place for me. I don't want to say, I don't want to upset, I, I don't want to say I go for this footy team and upset everyone who doesn't go for that footy. I don't want to say I'm voting this and upset the 50% who aren't voting that. Do we not know what footy team you support? Well, I, do, I but de facto I support the Swans because Kylie does. but. See, now you're upset, right? I'm not upset. 
But now everyone who doesn't, yes. I don't. Yeah. Who do you support? I have no. I have no alliances either. I'm like well, you. Well, get off the fence. I just okay. got off the fence. Okay, I would like. All right, I'll be swans too then. No, right, <laughs> yes. no. Um, <laughs> given that I have had uh, the lovely Bet Goddard on this podcast, and she's the AFLW coach for Hawthorne, I will just say, how about I'm Hawthorne, but I also am really, I'm. I have no allegiances. Right. Not when it comes to AFL, I have allegiances <laughs> elsewhere. Yeah, yeah, of course. But it is. Um, it is interesting because it does. Fit. It's like sometimes you wish. Sometimes you feel like it might be the easy route to not choose a side, but actually there need to be spaces where people are being brought together rather than divided. There, it does serve a purpose having someone like you say, all are welcome in this conversation, in this space. If you want to divide, you go watch something else. Sure, sure. And I think... The kind of TV that I've always done has just been this sort of generic, friendly, welcome to the lounge room kind of TV. Yeah. And I'm happy in that space. I'm happy being that guy that can come into your lounge room at 5 or 5.30 in the afternoon and fit in with your family and not upset anyone by saying anything silly or anything like that. And same with the morning show. So I've, I, I suppose, and I suppose it was by default in the early years. And then I realised, actually, this is a thing. Yeah. That people want to be able to look at me and watch a show that I'm on and not be um, not be horribly upset by anything that I, I've said. So sitting on the fence, is it's it's my comfortable space. And Sylvie constantly, my wife constantly says, I've got to be careful not to get my my work wife and my real life, my yes. real wife mixed up. <laughs> so Sylvie uh, will constantly say, what do you think? What do you think about that? And I'm like, whatever you want. Like whatever you want. Oh, no. Do you really? But I'm happy with that. Like, okay. you know, we're choosing paint for a house. Uh, okay. And, and she goes, which colour white would you like? And showed me a chart with <laughs> 25 different coloured lights. <laughs> and I said, whatever one you want. She said, no, no, tell me. And I said, well, honestly, they all look the same to me. The thing with white paint is even if you chose, when you saw it on the wall, you wouldn't know if she disobeyed no. you anyway. No. So I said, after me going, no, 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 no. She said, tell me, please tell me. I said, she said, have an opinion. I said, okay, that one. She goes, no, I don't like that one. Oh, really? Was, <laughs> so we did this about 20 times till we got to the one that she liked. She said, oh, yeah, no, I like that one. I said, great. Good. Go with that. Great. <laughs> so I'm terrible at getting off the fence. How do the walls look? White. <laughs> I think it was number 21. Yeah. Really? Okay, great. Great to know. All right, hot tip for anyone looking for a white wall. Yeah, yeah. Larry endorses 21. 21. <laughs> what do you think the edgiest thing you've ever done is? And I guess I I mean work projects for sure, but you know. I know that's a broad question. What's, like are you talking about your, work or Yeah, I, I was, mean, the but now thing, I'm like well, maybe not. Well, we made it the, we, we were doing a clay a pottery segment on the morning show and I accidentally made a penis. <laughs> but I don't think I meant to. I just sort of, the wheel was spinning and the guy was showing us how to do it. And I just sort of did this. And the, and the thing turned into the shape of a penis pretty quickly. And then I thought, this is bad TV. Then everyone in the studio is laughing. And I thought, oh, this is good TV. I'm going to go with this. So I think stuff like that, where we can get away with a bit of a double entendre. I said, I'm making a vase for my wife. But it looked <laughs> Looked very much like a penis. So morning so you show. You never said the word penis. It's, yeah. No. Oh no. You'd never oh, say. Oh no. A vase say, for my wife. You can't say penis. I'm going to be taking TV. that phrase home. <laughs> that is. I'm going to be calling it 
a vase for my wife <laughs> from now on. So we can have, we have fun like that on the morning show, right? So it's a bit, it, it, and that's what I love about it. It's kind yeah. of like Brecky Radio, yeah, or a Tonight Show, even. You know, some not not all the time, but there are moments that it allows to be kind of edgy, funny, quirky, yeah, without going to jail. So you had an idyllic childhood. You skipped school. So you're a bit naughty, but yes. you weren't. Your parents weren't angry at you. It was all just a... Well, they could see that, I, they could see that school was wrong because I never went, right? So they'd yeah. constantly get these notes from... And I'd walk down to the bus stop in the morning and watch them drive. They'd drive past on their way to work and I'd see... Uh, and then I'd run back home, get the surfboard and go surfing. Oh, so, my goodness. Um, and my elder sister, Nikki, was particularly bright. So they're looking at her going, well... Larry's clearly a failure. Let's put our eggs in that basket. <laughs> Let's invest in that. <laughs> As a first child and daughter, yeah. I didn't experience the um, the wonderful freedom of the second child that yes. the parents are not yeah. focusing on. Yeah. Really, it took them a while, but they realised he's good for nothing. Ah. So, well, you showed them. I showed, Oh, look at me now. Look at him Sitting now. in here with you. Yeah. Room number five. <laughs> You'd never been in this boardroom. I, I didn't know this existed. This must be kept. This must be for very special people. It's an enormous room. It's got an enormous TV at one end. Pillars. There beautiful pillars. view at one one wall of windows with a beautiful view. Yeah, and they, you didn't even know. And it's very cold. It's giving me boardroom drip on my oh, nose. Sorry about that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, do you want you me know. to? I have people. Do you want me to get people? Yeah, actually, you do. Don't you have people to run on when you <laughs> have, have a dripping nose? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the nose people. <laughs> <laughs> like it's a whole separate job. And yeah, it's not yeah, hair yeah, and makeup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, sorry. No, 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 no. No, it's the nose girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, great. <laughs> um, okay, so normally on this podcast, I get my guests to tell me a story of a yeah. time they did a bad thing. Right. But apart from occasionally skipping school, have you ever? Well, I, I once used... I once used a sex doll to... Oh, you thought I was going to finish then, didn't you? There's yeah. more to that. <laughs> Did you think I was just yeah, going to say, right. I once I used it. a sex doll and then I stopped? That's right. No. No, that was a common order full stop. Yes. Okay. I once used P a sex punctuation. doll... I didn't go to school long enough. To, to plug to a leak in my swimming pool. <laughs> what did you... No. So, I because I had a mini moke. Do you know what a mini moke is? Oh, those little open... Vaguely, tell me. Oh, yeah, what little, is... A little open car. Like, it's a little four-seater. It was a little surfing... It was a great surfing car. Okay. Right. Not a Beetle. That's not a, kind of not like a, a combi. Okay, but th a think a Beetle convertible, but flattened. So, just quite like a boxy... Boxy. Same era as a Beetle, but a flapping top. The, exactly, the okay. flapping top. Okay. So, I used to have a blow-up sex doll strapped into the passenger seat so I could use transit lanes. <laughs> And she'd sit there flapping in the wind because it was a convertible. I'd put a sun hat on and I would drive in the S transit sorry, lane. Your son, you put the sun hat on you or the or doll? on her so she didn't look like a doll. Unfortunately, the open mouth kind of gave her away, right? Yeah. <laughs> but I never got a ticket in the transit lane. So winning. You never got a ticket? No. They never identified this. <laughs> never identified because or I mean, they had she so could much have fun. just been yawning at the very moment they took the photo. For the entire length of William Street. Yeah. She was yawning for the entire length. <laughs> How on earth did the hat stay on? Uh, uh, maybe gaffer tape, maybe. It wasn't pretty. It wasn't pretty. Wow. But I thought I was so clever. What age is this? How old this are you? This is our early days. So this is um, one of the first cars, so probably 18 or 19. Right. I thought I was very clever. 
Where did the sex doll come from? I think it was a birthday present. Oh, that from checks someone out. My mate. And <laughs> eighteen. I think yeah it's, yeah, it's got 18th birthday written all over it, doesn't it? And you were like, haha, very funny, but also this will save me considerable time and money. And not going to prison, yeah. So it was good, right? Yes. Yeah. How long did you persist with this? <laughs> till she went down. I was going to say till, till she, she went, went down. down. <laughs> <laughs> till. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, till she deflated somehow. Right. I think it was a, there was a screw in the chair. Something something pricked her and she went down. Well, Is that the saddest story you've ever It's really sad. Did you at least give her a name? Um, she was your companion for many trips down I, William Street. I, Don't tell me she was anonymous. I, no, I think it was, it was probably Candy. I'm not sure. I think there was only one okay. name for an inflatable doll back then. I think it was Candy. Okay. As yeah. in it came on the box, the name? or No, no, no. I think I, there was an option to, name her, uh, to give her your own name. I don't yeah. remember the box. She was out of the box when she was she was oh, already inflated. Or oh, oh, given to you fully, fully inflated. Fully inflated. My, I have very thoughtful friends. They were very kind. How nice of them. I mean, it does. Think about what it takes to blow up a balloon. Uh, right. You probably need a couple of sets of lungs because you, or you're going to have to take a lot of breaks. That's a lot of air. It's a lot of air. I probably would have only gotten to the knees and just lost it. So, like, oh, so I, I think probably someone used a bike pump. I think it was. I think you're right. I think it was difficult. Oh, a bike pump. I didn't even think that yeah, there I've were alternatives. My clever friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were very. They were thoughtful. They were clever. Yeah. So that was poor Candy. And then she just gone. Done. God, I, I did have a bike repair kit, like a bike puncture kit. I could have fixed her, but I, d- I didn't. I didn't. You felt, I, we'd I had our time. I thought we'd had our time. You'd had your time. <laughs> and you were like, I feel like this You might be the universe telling me. That it's time to not drive around I've, with a sex doll in I've your car. I've reaped enough rewards. <laughs> 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 Hang on a mini mic's wide open though when you park wide it. Wide open. The, you, what, you park it at your destination and she's. Just sitting there. Anyone could have grabbed candy at any time. She was strapped in pretty tight. You probably she was strapped right. in tight. You're probably, you probably. What right. with a seatbelt that you unclick and release, or did you gaffer tape candy into <laughs> I, the seat? I, maybe I. Am I, I asking too many questions? I, I feel I like you're going details. much deeper. I was going to say going pretty deep on candy there. I. I oh it probably uh, I can't remember, but she never flew off, despite the fact that her mouth was full of air going at sixty. Oh, it's astonishing. Yeah, 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 you'd think there'd I mean, be you a think massive that's drag. You would think that. <laughs> <laughs> She's getting whiplash. Poor thing. Poor See, now candy. you're making me feel quite bad I about really, candy. Isn't that... Isn't it terrible? <laughs> I know she's an inanimate object technically, but I can't help feeling for candy. I know, once you give her a name. And you know what? She was born to do a different job. That's right. Did you save her from that or did she spend her whole life just feeling like, not once has he shown me any affection? <laughs> I like to think I showed her a lovely life in the sun. I think so too. Yeah. Instead of jammed under a bed somewhere in a teen- teenager's room. 100. I wonder yeah. how many blow-up dolls actually get used. Yeah, I can't really I think help you with this conversation. No, I don't I, think yeah. so. No, no. As um, Larry Emder from the morning show, <laughs> permanently on the fence, I don't think you'd even hazard a guess how many get pulled out from under beds, but I have a suspicion they are jokes only. That well, possibly. Is a, yeah. Yeah, mine was, uh, Candy was given to me. I, see, I nearly just called it mine then. Candy was given to me as a joke. She was. Is that yeah, what you're getting at? I, yeah, that's right. I think mm. I just would imagine that a majority of sales of candies be jokes. around the world are yeah. jokes. Maybe yeah. that's just me that protecting just... myself of, from a much more horrific alternative. <laughs> 
Poor Just Candy. like your wife never used that vase you gave her. <laughs> <laughs> she drives around with it in the passenger seat of yeah, her that's car. Right. So, does, <laughs> so the cops look at it and go, oh, there's a woman and there's just a dick in the passenger seat. That's right. Well, a dick counts. <laughs> Okay, I'm just going to sit here and let you... Okay, I'll edit that out. I'll edit that out. (laughs) Don't worry about that. Would you ever do it again? Would you cheat that? See, there'd be too much to lose now. No. But talk me through that you would never cheat. You'd never cheat the carpool lane again. No. But it's because you're Larry Emder now, isn't it? That's right. So I have to be very careful. Yeah. We all do. We all do. Look how, how quickly people are getting cancelled. And like it's it's a terrible, terrible situation. I mean, it's good it's where everyone's accountable, right? But it's, it can it's happen so quickly. It's good that everyone's accountable. It can happen so quickly. Even stuff like the Logies, right? So I think I had one drink at the Logies because you just don't want to be stumbling around like it's 1991. 1991. Yeah. Some great stories from the early Logies. Yeah. The yeah. bathrooms were a crazy place to be. Right. Not anymore. So I think that's good. You know, everyone's accountable now and it's got to, and you, you've got to be very mi- – and I'm very respectful of this job I have. I really am. And I, and, I think, and I think that's why after 40 years in the biz, I haven't been really caught up in any great scandals. I'm not a saint by any means, but I haven't been caught up in scandals and I haven't been axed from shows because I've done bad things and I, I take it all very seriously. There's a clause in our contract – um, uh, sort of a public decency concept, right? And it was explained to me for the main event in 1992. It's just like... Hang on, which one was the main event? Was that the... Oh, what? How did it... What What was the game again? So it was uh, two sets of three celebrities. Yep. Uh, it was basically a quiz, but they were playing for people at home. Great, got it, and yes. And would shove yes. a Subaru up their driveway. At the Amazing. Early 90s. And this public decency clause was explained to me by the, my then manager. It was basically like, don't be an asshole, right? That's Cause, it. Because people on TV doing what I do, I mean, other people can be assholes if it fits their mould, but I was trying to do this nice family game show, guys, so don't be an asshole. So I'm like, okay, I, I get that. And I've, I've sort of stuck with that. On the other hand, you see someone like uh, Red Simons back in the day on Hey Hey, and that was his role to do that. So he that was his brand. But I it think was his brand. But and he, but that was on screen, not off. I think it's when no. it's it's when the assholery is off screen. Sure, but people have different expectations of you and your yeah. TV persona. So I was walking through an airport with um, with Red one time, and uh, some kids come up and said, "Can we have your, your autograph?" And he's going, oh, "Piss off." But it's kind of as a joke. But the kids loved it because it was in. It's exactly what you'd expect oh. from Red. He gave them right. the perfect story. Right. And if I said, piss off, then that's a different story. It's, it's a different story. Yeah. Also, did they not ask you for your autograph? I, I think I offered. but yeah. they, <laughs> they said, no thanks, Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> hurtful. It's just hurtful, kids. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. It, all right. I think but, it's time for a community service announcement and it is if you are asking for somebody's autograph, make sure you ask the person next to them as well because chances are they're also famous and you just haven't recognised them. So the, the the time that this went horribly wrong, okay. um, James Tobin, The Weekend Sunrise. Oh, lovely report, James. He's lovely James, greatest guy. We were we decided one time to ride our Harleys to Melbourne for the Logies. Okay. We just thought instead of just getting on the flight, with all, we'll, we'll, we'll spend two or three days driving down to Melbourne and we had the best time. We pulled up in this country pub and uh, we were sitting down for our schnitzel and um, 
he had sweet potato fries. I just had normal fries. That's the kind of guy he is, right? Oh, and we, we're sitting there and there's a table. A sweet that, potato fry guy. <laughs> there's a family. Like it's the, the grandmother, um, the, the grandmother, the parents, then the kids and probably another great grandkid. And they're the full, full levels. Four generations, Four generations. at one <clears throat> pub table. And they're looking, you can hear them giggling, giggling. And the young girl comes over and says, oh, hi, um, Mr. Tobin, we love you on the weekend sunrise. Would you sign this? My mother really likes you. And so he's signed this thing, the serviette, it's gone back to the table. And you hear, no, you go. Shh, no, 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 you go. You go. <laughs> and then the, the brother comes over and goes, um, excuse me, uh, Mr. Evans, my, my uh, grandmother really <laughs> likes you. <laughs> like, holy shit, it's happened. It's happened in a country pub in Victoria, and I'm that guy. I have I'm graduated gr- to my I grandmother. My grandmother. Not the cute, not the mum, not the dad, not the little kids. It's a sad, sad moment. You know I what? said to James, you ride the rest of the way to Melbourne on, on your own. <laughs> I don't want to hang out with you anymore. You tell your mother, I rode yeah. here on a motorcycle. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still cool. <laughs> you know what? The only thing worse would be... The son comes over and goes, excuse me, Mr. Emda, nobody at my table loves you. And yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's, that's right. Or excuse me, Mr. Summers. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I love it. Uh, Larry, thank you so much. Oh, no. The pod. No, you want, to, you want to talk for longer? Mate, I will talk for longer. I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, I was, I was wrapping it up at a good time. Let's, let's oh, no, give, no, no, no. no let's you give do me what you've got to do. Um, no, no, no more edits. That's it. No more edits? No. no more, oh, I'm getting oh. back up on my fence. Yeah. I'm not going to let you walk out of here and go, he was such a diva, he wanted to talk for longer. Oh, to no. talk, I oh, want no. to talk for longer. I was being respectful of your extremely precious time. No, now you have to go and edit stuff. I'm sorry. No, I love this. This is all in. I'm keeping it all in. I'm going to go and uh, drive in the transit lane. Are you? I don't even care anymore. I'm going to get edgy today. You've inspired me. Yeah. Oh, my God. There must be. Oh, no. Do you know what? Give me a lift somewhere. Then we can go, <laughs> on the, we can go in all the transit lanes. Great. There's the story. There's this. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, Claire with a mystery bald guy. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know who he is, but Grandma seemed to really respond. <laughs> the wonderful Larry Emder. He mentioned his book. It's called Happy As. And you know what? If you're looking for a Christmas present for your grandma, she probably loves him. I mean, I do too. Thanks for your company. And please help me out with a review or a share. It's a long game podcasting and I'm very grateful for you taking the time to help it grow. If this is your first time with I'm the Worst, welcome. And the good news is there are 25 other episodes to catch up on before the next episode is out. Comedy entrepreneur turns criminal mastermind.